everyone and welcome to Bold Women Podcast. My name is Maria and I'm here with my dear friend, the one and only Meryl Wilson. What's up? Y'all, we are doing one of our favorite type of episodes and today is our seasonal catch-up episode. So basically, um, once a season or how we kind of break it up within like our own internal schedules. We were trying to do it monthly, but... And we're like, that's too often. We're not we're too, too, much. too much. But this is basically what is going on in Maria and Meryl's life, Yee. whether you want to know about it or not. And you know what? By the looks of the YouTube views, our catch-up episodes are the more popular ones. But, but uh, I don't know if they're more popular. I haven't seen a breakdown of like yeah, which I don't one's know. more popular, like on Spotify and stuff like that. I don't, I don't, I don't know. But we're here to I'm catch you all up with our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel, yeah, I feel like we've got stuff this episode. We got, we got some stuff okay. to discuss. Today. All right, Meryl, what's one thing you've been learning lately? Oh, well. well let's just, we're going to cannonball I, this bad boy right on in. We are diving. Maria might be cannonballing. I feel like her. I'm like running and tripping and can't like, you're like, have you seen those <laughs> clips of like, do not run on the pool? I actually saw one where it was like a guy and a girl were jumping off of a building and there was like um, a metal, like it was like the top of the building. It was like somebody's house looked like it was somewhere in the Southwest. Uh-huh. So it was like flat. And then below it was like a covered patio, but it was oh, like a metal, no. like, a, like that sheet. Yeah. Like metal. sheet like metal, the kind of rippled, like, like you, the rippled sheet metal that you just kind of stick over yeah, the yeah. top. So, okay, yeah. Um, the guy that was jumping made it over and into the pool. The girl like hesitated and then tripped, and then she that would be me right smacked now. Smacked the edge of the metal. That would be me right now. Awning or whatever it was, oh and gosh. then freaking belly flopped into the pool, and I was just like the slap. Of hitting the metal there was so and you I was know like, that oh hurt. my gosh you know that had to oh, hurt her because she landed it was like it hit her right like on her lower back and I oh was like, Holy my kennel. gosh that look it was painful looking anyway yeah that's how we're getting into this because we'll just we'll just go right on ahead yeah what's up how's so, life well well first off anything anything funny or anything exciting happened in the past couple months <laughs> Um, exciting. Well, I was just thinking like my dog got a haircut. That was kind of cool. Like she feels better. That was just kind of nice. I'm just updating people on life. That is, you've had more exciting things happen. I'm sure. Um, (laughs) my dog got a haircut. I don't know. I was just thinking of something that just happened recently that I was really excited about. Wow. Okay. Um, Like, I mean, okay, sure. All right. Um, okay. Yeah, we went to a wedding. Oh yeah, I was in a wedding. We were at a we wedding. Were in a wedding. That was great. Lawson and Cammy traveling all so over the sweet. place. I went to. I yeah, went you've to been gone. Cammy's wedding, and then I. Uh, you've been traveling a bunch for work and stuff. No, doing one work trip, and then. I thought it was two. I thought you were San Fran and San Diego. San Fran was my cousin's wedding. So that's right. And then San Washington Diego was your brother. brother. Washington was my brother. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You're right. Yeah. Lots going on, um, but it's summer, yeah. so here we are. And uh, 
I feel like we should just get into the nitty gritty. Outside. That's what people you really want. Yeah, want. you guys want to know. You guys want to know what's been going on with me? Well, I'll tell you. Let's I'll get into the nitty gritty. I can't roll my R's. I, I was trying to say that like Nacho Libre. I have a seat. What? The nitty gritty. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to attempt it. But oh, no, I can't okay. roll my R's. That was me attempting. I was literally oh. trying really hard there. Oh, okay. All right, good. Well, I well. was just going to say. Ow. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Cannonballing. She's. Sitting, <laughs> sitting in such a way, and then her. Oh my! I had my. I typically cross. I sit with my legs like crossed, and I was uncrossing them, and my foot caught the headphone cord, yeah, and I things ripped went the headphones soaring. off. My yep. <laughs> oh, okay. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I would say, in addition to my travels and lack of sleep and yeah. all of that, the past few months have been eye-opening. To say the least. Yeah. So while this is going on, just like in my conversations with God, I've been really, really busy, like asking him, like, why am I still in this? As you know, I am still in my wilderness season. Yeah. And here I am. Here I am once again in my wilderness season. (laughs) Can't deny. Can't pretend. I'm out here all alone. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, yeah, so. Oh, crap. So in this time, I've just been like really, I've noticed that I've been really busy asking like, why God, why am I still here? When are you going to bring me my husband? When are you going to, when are, like, I, I just feel like I'm restless yeah. in this time, you know? Like, I know that things are going to get better and I am you know it's not for forever. Yeah, I know that I'm not in I'm not going to be in this space forever and like I'm waiting. I'm just wait. I'm like, okay. I know that things are like going to change and when they change they're going to change fast and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. I'm great. But I'm like, when are we going to do that because I'm ready to go? Can I ask I'm a re- question? Yeah. And this is going to be kind of a deep question. Sure. Since we're on this. Sure. Do you consider the end of your wilderness season when you find a husband? Or do you consider it or like, you know what I mean? Like, are you, I think my personal that, question to you, like, are you defining that by like, okay, when I have a husband, then I'll be out of my wilderness season versus like, you know, I think that I will not find my husband in my wilderness season is what I'm thinking. Okay. Is that I will be out of it. And then when I'm out of it, then I'll be in it. So maybe this is also where I'm not in the right headspace, but I'm thinking I'm in the wilderness season because this is, you know, as it is, it's mm-hmm. a time of preparation. It's a time of, um, you know, turning your attention to God and focusing on that, mm-hmm. retraining yourself or whatever, like recalibrating basically to some people need it as a reminder. I, I think I just need it as like, okay, to make sure, I mean, I have so many things I'm working out, so many oh, girl, things I'm working too. out. But like one of the things, Me you know, too. is like uh, my trust issues, which I'll get into here in a second. But like, um, I feel like I won't meet my husband until I'm out of the wilderness of this mm-hmm. wilderness season, because I'm, as mm-hmm. I'm about to share with you, <laughs> but I've been saying to myself, like, when are you going to bring this man to me? Uh-huh. Like, when are you going to do it? What do I need to learn? What is it that still needs to be healed? Yeah. When am I going to be in a good place? Like, when am I going to be out of this so that I can meet him? And I don't find my husband to be the be all end all. I understand that. Yeah. 
But I'm kind of like, I understand also that like, this is not the season that I'm going to meet him in because this is just work. And I'm like, when's the work going to be done? Basically. Yeah. Um, I have had a very uncanny, interesting opportunity over the last few months to meet a lot of new and otherwise like interesting people that if, if things did not happen the way that they did, I would not have had an opportunity to meet them and get to know them Mm -hmm. just if, yeah, if things didn't happen the way that they have over the last few months. Um, so looking back on that, like I realized like one of the reasons for these encounters and like meeting these people has been for testing Mm -hmm. and your girl made a mistake that was the kind of mistake that Meryl and the upside down would have made. Mm -hmm. And as I have been reflecting on that, like I've realized that God has been answering my question this whole time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just was not seeing it at first. Yeah. And what I mean by that is he has been showing me exactly why he hasn't brought Mm. my husband yet Mm -hmm. and why I am not out of my wilderness season yet. Um, Like I still need work in the area of trusting God. I still need to continue to unlearn my own manipulative behaviors that have, that put me, that -hmm. put myself in a false sense of control. Like I have control over things with you. Um, I have been asking God to show me like how I can trust him. And I have been out here trying to make things happen to myself, which is the opposite of me opening myself up to allow him to show me that I can trust him. And so I say all that to say, I feel like at there was at one point over probably the last six to 12 months or so I have been shown like a type and shadow of like my ideal man. Mm -hmm. And when I came upon this realization a few weeks ago, no, it wasn't a few weeks ago. This was like last week or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyway, when you hear this, it'll be a few weeks ago. Midwestern. Yeah. Yeah. It was the recent history. Um, But when I came upon this realization, it, it made sense to me. It was like, God was telling me like, yes, that, that was the, that is exactly the kind of man that you're going to end up with. Yeah. That is exactly, you are, you are looking at the right spot on. You are looking at the man that's going to be for you. Like right characteristics, right, right values, everything. He has a heart for God, you know, all of that. Um, I have him for you, but you're not ready for him yet. Mm -hmm. And you want to know why girl, just look at the last few months. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh crap. (laughs) Like, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it was essentially just a big, like, oh, okay. I understand now why I've met these unique and interesting people over the past few months yeah. and spending time around them. And then, yeah, I've just been shown, like, yeah. 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 I I know what kind of man you want. And you, you now have, like, you have recalibrated your interests to the right man. Mm -hmm. And, um, I have him for you. Yeah, I do. I know that he does. And so he's just been saying to me, like, I have him. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. And you're looking for the right, you're looking for the you're right looking thing. for the right things. All the right qualities. Yeah. Everything. But guess what? Not yeah. yet. Yeah. And I like had just a brief, I don't know. I don't know if I call it a crush or just maybe a mild infatuation or something. I don't know. Anyway. Crush. Sure. <laughs> the song's like, again, it's just a little crush. Yeah. But I was like walking down to the gym one morning and it was just like, you know, after coming upon this realization, like I was thinking about this person mm-hmm. and then like immediately as this person's face came to mind, like the thought came right after it. That was, I have better for you. Mm. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then of course I ruminate on that little situation happening in my mind for the yeah. next few days and spent several times just like kind of crying and being like, do you really, Yeah. <laughs> do you really have better? Cause he yeah. was really cute. He's like really, he really cute. fine. Like he's, he's so fine. fine. Are you sure? He's like, yes, yes, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do. So yeah, that's what's been going. That's what's been going on with me. I. Uh, what about you? Okay, so um, I feel like well, I'm actually getting well. Whenever this airs, I'm gonna try to talk about it a little bit. Um, so be in a few weeks. A few I weeks. Think. Well, I'm pre. I'm getting ready to preach, and so I'm using this as some of the examples about mm. um from it. Um, but I have been learning about. And I will not cry. I will not cry. But um, no, you won't. Um, I have been learning about like some deep rooted things that I didn't realize were in me. Um, as far as like worry, lack of trust, and my um, which I know I don't know if it has released yet or if it will be released. But there's an episode where we talk about um, like performance mentality, and basically I just self proclaim, like self admit of I. That's probably my biggest struggle right now. And so, um, I feel like the past few weeks I have been in a place where, um, where I have just been under like immense amount of pressure and not from bad pressure, but from this aspect of like, God has been showing me how much doubt and lack of trust and, um, and like this, like, like incorrect ideas and beliefs that I have about who he is Mm -hmm and who I am and how to trust him where, um, yeah, like, and I've realized like, this was me last night. If I can be real honest, I, I've been, I woke up at like one in the morning wide awake, um, until four, I didn't get to the gym this morning because I was literally like, she's in a tizzy. I was, well, I was up since one and I was like, yeah. I need sleep now more than I need to push my body at this point. Um, but I just was sitting there and I was just like, uh, I was just kind of crying out and I was like, God, because uh, I remember there's parts of just, I was just like, man, I don't like, I don't want to miss you. Like, I don't know, just all these different prayers. And then it was just one of those things of like Maria worry, it, just this little gentle Maria, but, but worry is sin. And that divides me from you. It was just like this gen, like just super gentle of like, remind, like showing me how much I have been in worry, how much I have tried to take things into my own hands to make things not to say like to make things make sense, but like where it's like, I've tried to make things make sense to me. I'm not trying to like force things to happen, but just like where my mind will not stop because I'm trying to put it in here and I don't, I want to make sure I do the right thing and I'm stepping the right way and I'm doing, doing the right, like, which goes back to that performance side. And then it's just like, I have not been walking in trust. And I, um, I like, yeah, I had a moment 
this week where I just like, I got so in my flesh and just like, and just got really selfish and had, um, I just, and it was just this moment of where my eyes were so open to the amount of lack of trust that I've been walking in. And, um, just as a, like as a whole through the past, like, I don't know. And I just remember I felt like I felt so small and so little. And from this aspect of like where I was telling you where I was like, or this was our, one of our previous episodes, but I was talking with my friend Alicia of like, I have been walking with the Lord for 37 years of my life. Mm-hmm. And to sit here and say that, like, like, I want to be able to say, I trust you so much, but like my actions have not shown that I do at all. Yeah. Um, and then like that, I feel like is the weight of kind of like what I've been carrying of like, God, I'm so sorry of that. Like, like I can't live trying to perform. I can't live trying to take things into my own hands. Um, cause I just make messes of things when that happens. Yeah. Um, and then I think just realizing like, and then it goes to that performance side that I start to fight. And then it's, um, but like going back to roots of stuff. So I'm at this spot in my life where I know God is uprooting something. So I don't take it into where I'm going next. Yeah. And, um, uh, it's one of those, like, there's so much pressure and it's so uncomfortable and it's not like the quote happening, quote unquote, the way I would expect it to, but it's one of those, like, I don't know how else I would have learned it. And I'm so grateful, but, um, I had a friend of mine, even yesterday, they sent me this message and it wrecked me, but they're just like, Maria. Um, and it was so good. They're like, Maria, you teach and you preach about how to trust God, but yet you aren't doing it. Mm. And I just was like, oh, like it just hit me of a, like, here I am sitting, like I will sit on stage all day and tell you to trust God and believe in God and he's got you and he's going to work all things out for your good. And he has like the best plans for you. And it's like, you start to take a step of faith and then all of a sudden you freak out. And then now you're, I mean, just like all these different things. And it's like, like, why don't I like just that? I think the realization of just stop and what, like just rest and what, like you don't have to like make, figure out your life. I guess that's basically the way you don't have to figure it all out. Like, yeah. Um, and I think some of my frustration the past few days is where it's like, I feel like God, you've, you've set me up in perfect situations to trust you. And every time so far, I've just botched it. Girl, I've been bombing for the last four months. So (laughs) no, but it's just one of those of like, when will you learn Maria? Like, it's one of those of like, you have to learn it at some point. Cause yeah. it's like one of those, I can't, like, if I can be honest, like I can't live like this for forever. Like, yeah. Hey, this isn't the life that God calls me to live. Yeah. And there, it's not free from stress. It's not free from worry. It's not free from anxiety. And that's all that's, that's, that's the enemy. Um, so, and just one of those things that's like, um, I think there's that deep, like getting, it's getting to deep roots of things, but I know it's uprooting, um, or kind of like just thinking about like when gold goes through fire, right? Like you go through testing and trials. So you get the impurities out so it can be pure gold. And I just feel like that's kind of what, um, that's kind of what this part of my life has been in. And it's been lessons that I thought I didn't need to know that I thought I had figured out. Um, and so like, if you would have told me two years ago, Maria, you really struggle to test, trust God. I would have been like, I used to, I, you, you couldn't have convinced me different. And then now I'm like, oh, 
that was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or yeah, if you had told me that, um, Maria, you like, you still worry all the time. I'd have been like, ah, I used to, I mean like literally like I would have no, yeah, you couldn't, you could not tell me otherwise. And I think that's some of what's been so hard. Um, the past probably like month of my life is I've been realizing how much ugly and self-righteousness and just like what ounce of you do you think you can do this by on your own, Maria? Um, in like just like a whole, I don't know. I've, so I've just had lots of like, I think the big three are worry, um, performance and lack of trust that God's just shown me like those, like if you could call them like the big three, I mean, they all kind of tie together, but, um, that's something that God's just been showing me of like, we've got to get this out Maria because you're not carrying it into the next season. Yeah. Well, I mean, Um, and that stems from a really deep wound. Yeah. A very deep wound. Yeah. Um, your trust was broken when your, when your marriage ended and that probably spanned spilled over into more areas than you thought. Like in, in the sense of like, okay, well, Trusting men's going to be an issue. Yeah. Um, but also, I mean, here you are, you were prayerfully and you got with another believer and, mm-hmm. you know, and then that was broken. So then I don't think that you realized probably that that also spilled into yeah. your relationship with God. I mean, oh, absolutely. Um, he's your father. So yeah. yeah. All men, <laughs> including God. <laughs> yeah. So I just, um, I think it's one of those things that I'm just like, and I think one of the other things that I realized lately is that when I walk in worry and I walk in fear that, um, and I walk and I don't walk in trust how it affects the people around me. Like it's not just only affecting me. It affects my friendships. It affects my relationships. It affects my family. It affects how I communicate. Yeah. Um, it affects like this, like this, um, I was telling Alicia today, I was like, the times I'm not at peace is the times I just let my mind go. Yeah. Like, otherwise I'm, I'm good. I'm in like, when I keep my mind on Jesus, I'm in perfect peace. Like God's good. He has me. Like I have no worries. Like I have this comp, it's like this confidence that's unshaken. Um, but I feel like I'm learning also how to tell when I'm in my feelings and I'm learning to realize the signals and all those different things, which is good, but it's humbling to realize like, <laughs> Yeah, just that like you are not as together as what you think, Maria. Welcome. Welcome to the club. <laughs> um, welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. Um, but then my mind goes to, and where I go to battle is that, um, and it's just from the deep wound, but I know that's what we're working on is that like, okay, my imperfections will now, um, like will push people that I love away. But that that comes from a deep, the deep wound. Mm-hmm. But I know that's also, like God's healing that too. So, um, and I was listening to a Joyce Meyer thing today and she, cause she was talking about how like, Oh my gosh, she was, her father um, molested her over like 200 sometimes. Yeah. Just outrageous. But she said yeah, that never like, heard her story. It's crazy. Up. But she said that um, God challenged her one day and said, you, you are the way you are because of what had happened to you, but you, th- it is up to you if you want to stay that way. And that like, we can change how we can change who you are. Like yeah. he, he can change who you are, but you can't on your own. And she, it was just like one of those moments of like, yes, like do not downplay what has happened to you. Like that is very real and it has an effect, but it's up to, like, it's up to me if I want to stay there. Um, yeah. Like, do I want, 
am I going to put that that wound on my situation for forever? Am I going to let God in to heal it so I can go? And not saying you will ever have moments. I'm not saying that by any means. Um, but yeah, just this idea of like, God, if I don't trust you, then it's going to be a pretty miserable life. Yeah. And I'm going to make a mess of a lot, a lot of things. Yeah. And then I was just graciously reminded of like Peter and how um, he, the homie, the homie Peter, how he was very much like, he just acted out of like what he felt and like, and just the beauty of God's grace. I just remember thinking of um, him in the garden of Eden when he just, when he chopped off the dude's ear, he was coming for Jesus and he just whipped out his sword and was like, yeah. And then Jesus just picked up the ear and put it back on and healed the dude. Didn't say anything to him. Just was like, but like, that's how, like, that's the characteristic of, of the God that we serve in that, like he's made us and he knows all of our faults in advance. Um, kind and of, just kind of off topic, but with yeah. that, script, I was just thinking as you were talking about that specific uh-huh. scenario where he, where he cut the guard's ear off. That is not, that is not mentioned in any of the gospels except for the gospel of John. <laughs> And I love how I saw really the other day where it was like, you don't hear what happened. Like you don't no hear one, about the faults of others. Like, it's not mentioned in any of the other gospels, like who it was, but it was like someone violated one of the cards and it was like, and then, and then I think another one says like, cut the ear off of one of the disciples. It says like, they're all like very vague. vague. And then John's like, it, it was, was Peter. <laughs> Oh. And then, I mean, it's okay. I don't mean to get off on a tangent. No, what you're saying perfect. is really great because also it's like John is really funny because he always refers to himself in his writings as like the one that God loved most or something like that. Well, even or like the one that Jesus the loved, one that the, Jesus most, loved. Or the one that Jesus loved or about um, like when they were running to the tomb to see who was there first. And yeah. it was just like, I think it was Peter, wasn't it Peter and John were the two? They were ran? racing. They and, were racing. And it was, yeah. And John was like, made sure to be like, the one that Jesus loved got there first yeah. or something. It's like, <laughs> He's just so cocky. It's but really along with that, what I do you ever notice in that scripture too? It said he got there first, but Peter went in the tomb first. And so I think there's this element of where Peter's just bold. Like Peter probably just shoved just him. shoved him out of the way. Like, <laughs> move. I feel like there might have been some timidity there with John, but Peter was like, scoot over, I'm gonna go in and see. So he might have gotten there first, but Peter got in first. Okay, I knocked you off your oh. horse there. No, you're fine. You're, saying. Sorry, you're fine. But- no, that's good. I just that's where um I'm now in this trusting part of like, um, okay, God, can you, uh, trusting that God will, um, be like the restorer and healer that he's called to be in my life and like trusting him in that, in all aspects of, of my life. And, um, I feel like that's where I'm at too, but I, yeah, I don't know what that looks like. Yeah. <laughs> When I think there was, I was talking to Miss Faye at church. Miss Faye, if you're listening to this, shout out to you. And um, she said, we were talking about like, um, like this perfectionism side of having to like always do the right thing. And she, I said, I was talking about like lately how I've been realizing that like I've been walking in that so much and how I like I want to change and like I need to change. And I was like, now I just need God to show me what to do. And she just started laughing. Like, did you just listen to what you like you said of? basically this idea of like, okay, if I, if I can do it right, then it'll be good. And then I was just like, well, I need, I just need God to show me now how to make it right. And she just like, she was like, Maria, you can't 
Like it's him that does that in you. And I just was like, it was just that good, like gut check of like, yeah, like hello, you're right. Miss Faye. Like I can't do it. I've clearly tried. And, uh, I've tried for years, literally, clearly it's been years and it's just now coming up to the lovely surface, but like, yeah, it served me nothing. And yeah. I, I can't, I can't for me. I've just been like, I don't know what that looks like. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I guess what to look for, because obviously I've been prevent presented, <laughs> prevented, prevented. Oh, well, I'm, okay. Keep hitting. Is that the second time in this, in this episode? No, that was the other episode. The other, no, no, no that it was, was this ep- No, <laughs> I think it was earlier. Yes. It fell yeah, out. What if, okay. Anyway, um, I moved this cord just, and I have a watch on and I went to go move my arm under the mic and my watch hit the, why not? Because people can't see what happened. <laughs> Rude self. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, she knocked the camera, the not the camera, but the, the microphone mic. one more time. Um, but I guess what I was going to say was like, I feel like I've been presented with opportunities Yeah. to trust God, but I missed it. Yeah, like same. I didn't understand that. Yeah. I didn't understand that's what it was. Like that's what was happening in that moment. In in the form of human beings, yeah. I told Alicia today. I was and like, how, I, same thing. I was I, like, I was like, what? Uh, oh, now, now, in hindsight, after I gone and done something stupid, um, <laughs> it was like, oh, that's why, that's why. Did you? Those people were there, and I was supposed to just trust God to lead me away from things that I wasn't supposed to do. Yeah. Do you, um, I was, I did not pick up what he was throwing down. I did not. You said, no. Nope. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I feel like trust is one of those. I read this the other day and I jotted it down once again. I don't know who it came from. Um, some pastor and as a pastor, I don't ever, I don't know. I journaled it enough and I went to go back and tried to find the reel it was off of and I couldn't find it. Oh, and so I was, Huh? What is it? Wow. Okay. I was getting to it. Um, it said, faith is knowing God can trust is knowing he will. And I was like, like I can walk in faith knowing, yeah, God can do that. Nothing's impossible for him. I can say that. That's true. 100,000 times percent positive in my life that there is nothing impossible for God. I have seen him work miracles in my life and others lives. Um, I've seen him move mountains. I have seen him change lives but where trust comes into play is, do I believe that he will? And I just was like, Oh snap. I Yeah. And so what I don't understand, like in my circumstances is like, I have tangible examples yeah. of things in my life. And she's cracking a water bottle lid right into the mic. She is just, she is, making me cringe at every turn this episode <laughs> with her random noises. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's not that intense. You guys, I just wanted to make a joke because I live for her facial expressions. When I say things like that, maybe one day we'll be on video and you'll see what I mean. Uh, when I say- same for you, when I say stuff and you just, you tilt your head on your neck, like a little axis and you're just like, huh? Your eyebrows shoot up. Okay. <laughs> Two can play this game, Wilson. Two. 
Yeah. So what I was saying was like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I have, I look back and it, this is probably one of the only reasons why you should even ever look back to the past Yeah, is for tangible evidence that you, that God has moved in your life and that mm-hmm. God has brought you out of things and that God has delivered you from things. And he has done that for me. And mm-hmm. I have seen that. And for some reason I'm out here still acting like I've not, mm-hmm. like I've not seen things come to pass. Like he's not freaking helped me out of a, a horrible emotionally and mentally yeah. abusive relationship. Yeah. And, um, helped me out of uh, insane job situations that were very unhealthy and, you know, just other toxic relationships with family and friends and things like that. And the way that he has pulled me out of things like that, I mean, it's mind blowing. I'm reminded of, um, I remember after when I, I was laughing with this, today. I mean, it's not funny, but it's funny. Um, I was sitting there cause I remember saying after my, uh, my husband had left this, the moment I found out like kind of what was going on, I remember sitting and I said to God, I will never not trust you again. And that was five years ago. And I oh have been, my. <laughs> you're eating your words, aren't you? So hundred oh percent. And I literally, um, yeah, he's uh, like, LOL, uh, You want to learn the biggest lesson of your life? The actual, you sure about that? The big thing that you actually need to learn mm. in me with me, Maria. Um, but I remember I can pinpoint it to this day. I was sitting on the east wall in the living room where our TV stand used to be. I remember it, and I was on the floor. Um, and I, yeah, I had just gotten done crying, but I remember like kind of like hearing how everything had happened, and I knew God was protecting me. Um, cause I just screamed out a few days before, like you say you love marriage, but you're not saving mine. Like why? And then a few days later I found out everything had transpired and, and that's when I was like, Oh God, I'm never, I literally like said it in my heart of like, I'm never not trusting you again. And then I have the past five years of my life. I've been on the biggest trust journey of my life. Like and crack snuckles. Watch this. <laughs> you ready for this? <laughs> Go get her Gabriel. Um, so, yeah, I think that's, um, I think it's almost one of those, like my, the pride comes before the fall a little bit too of that. Oh, this is going to be easy for me and realizing how, like how much I need God. Like I, yeah. I need his grace. I cannot do it. I need his mercy. Um, that if, and even too like, even taking trust down to the element, like everything is involved with trust. So it's like, yeah. even if you and I are having a conversation and I say something to you, in my like panic state of learning trust, I'd be like, did that come off? Right. How is she going to take that? What is even with me? I'm just using for example, Oh, okay. but I'm saying that like, there are times like I've had in life just with even my closest friends, I've like done that. And I'm like, did that come off? Right. I don't know. Like, what are they thinking? I'm telling you it's, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm making yeah. the faces. She's making the faces, but <laughs> it's in that spot of like, Maria, do you even trust me enough that like you can't control other people? You are not yeah. so like, you can't control how they think, how they feel. All you can control is yourself yeah. and just like resting and like, do you trust me enough? God saying this to me, like, do you trust me enough to even like be God to them? Like, especially those who have Jesus, like, yeah, like to, to work that out for you. If say yeah. there was a miscommunication between you and I, do I trust him enough? That's like, Oh God, like, no, we're, we'll work that out. It'll be okay. I yeah. do like where, where is my, my trust has solely been off of, can I get it right? 
And that yeah, is a that pretty sucks. dang scary spot to be. That sucks. Yeah. So Mine is- welcome to the crumble of Maria in 2022. Three. 23. Sheesh. <laughs> Half, we're almost halfway through 2020. Okay. No, but it's at this, I do say, I say that with tears, but I also say it hopeful because of the fact that I actually see it now. Yeah. And now that I see it, God can do something with it and yeah. God's working. And, um, I know it's the beginning of healing, but I also know, um, yeah, like to, uh, you remodel a home, you got to break everything down first. Mm, yes, you do. And then, but from that place you can rebuild. And I'm just, I don't, I'm excited to see how God rebuilds and how God works in my life and my scenarios and my situations. Yeah. Mine um, has just forward. been, mine's just been from a place of, I didn't realize like how hyper independent and self-reliant I have become mm-hmm. as just a, I think that's essentially just like survival mode. I've been operating in that for a, a really freaking long time. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that to me is like, I'm like, okay, yeah. So I've even seen, I mean, we're no better than the Israelites when they were being let out, <laughs> out of Egypt they didn't even cross the Red Sea yet, and they were complaining. Like we hear about when they're in the wilderness complaining, but like yeah. if you read about it, they're literally not even crossing the Red Sea yet, and they say, "You brought us out here to die, <laughs> like to get killed." Like and that yeah, was all this stuff was provided for them. Yeah. They've always had somewhere to sleep. They've always had food. They've had fresh well, water. So we're so, we're so Israelites, and like all this stuff. But yeah, they're increasingly more and more relatable. But yeah. uh, that's just something that. Me reflecting on for myself is just being like, okay, wow. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't realize like how deeply some of that went, but, and, but I think it did end up taking, um, you know, I think I've mentioned this before, but it looks like it took something like my divorce to like uproot that stuff uproot and it. show me yeah, that it's there, that that's that yeah. this is a problem for you. Yeah. And, uh, you need, it needs to be fixed. I think it's just the beauty and I of almost, and I almost did a little Freudian slip that said, you need to fix it. I don't need to fix it. Yeah. God needs to fix that in me. Yeah. He needs, I need to give it to him to fix it. It's like, I can't. Cause I can't. We clearly, yeah. we clearly are great at fixing ourselves. Oh my Not. gosh. Um, I, what I want to know though is like, okay. Um, I guess my, my next thoughts is cause I was saying, you know, like I clearly missed. Yeah missed my missed those missed those cues those trust lessons cues yeah and i'm like i'm just sitting here i've been thinking like just as we're having this conversation mm-hmm. like what do i need to look out for now like because i god does things in just ways we don't expect often yeah and so it was not <laughs> yeah i mean how do you how do you what do you look out for how are you supposed to look out for like when you're when you're trying to allow God to show you like you can trust me. Mm -hmm. I know that you can, you are my daughter and I know that you know that I know that, you know, (laughs) that we both know that we both know know. that you can trust me. I think, um, I think it comes an element of realizing your triggers to know when you're not more so because I think everything does require us to trust him. Like everything, like, yeah, everything that we do requires us to trust him. Um, so I think it's more so recognizing within yourself when you're not walking in it. Like for me, I know I start to, my mind starts to race. I start to figure, try to figure everything out. 
I rush conversations. I have brash reactions to things. I get emotionally heightened and I make stupid decisions out of based out of my emotions and trying to make it all make sense. Um, I start to spiral. My mind can start to, I sound like I need mental health, behavioral health help, but those are some of my triggers of that. Like if I'm sitting and all of a sudden I, okay, this is going to sound bad, but like everybody does this. So don't come for me. I'm going to, I'm, hoping everybody does this. But like when I, when you run into situations and you play out like conversations in your head yes, and, but you do that with like 30 different conversations with the same person. So once I'm starting to do that, Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so you play started, out, you play, you out, play scenarios out scenarios of how a conversation um, would go or could go or should have gone. Yeah. And it's oh, just yeah. like, but then it's that spot of like, but it didn't. And so like, what Why are can you, you thinking of conversations? Yeah. Or right now it's that like, place. what can you do in the second right now? Nothing. Byron's looking at us like, whoa. <laughs> Nothing. You can do nothing right now. Perhaps, and just that, like, perhaps after this episode, Byron's going to need to lay down again. Like, he yeah, said, Byron, how are you doing right now? He has said before. He's doing all right. There was, I can't even his remember hands which on one his eyes. Was. We had a couple of particularly heavy episodes we were yeah. <laughs> recording. And he was, I was like, uh, sorry, we just like dumped all that on you, Byron. You had to listen to that. And he's like, I need to go I lay need down. I need to go lay down. Like, <laughs> we should bring Susan on here so she could. What? hammer in with us and be oh, like, yeah, yeah. She and some of that I do know is being a woman, the way we think like we're emotional. I remember what, there is a pastor and he does a series. Uh, I think it's his name's Mark Grunger Gunger. And he does a series called Couldn't laugh your it. way to a better marriage. And it's actually very, very funny. And, but he was talking about literally like how men's brains and women's brains are drastically different. Like their, yeah. their makeup is different. Like yeah. men think differently than women. Yes. Um, but he said like, you know, like men have boxes and they don't touch each other. And in the middle of the their brain, they have a nothing box and they go there as much as possible. <gasps> What's it like? And he said his wife asked him one time if she, if she could hang up a picture in it. And he was like, no, because then there would be something in there. Um, but she, What's that like? What's that like? But he said, women's brains are literally a ball of wire. So he said, if you made a woman feel something, she won't forget it. But he was like, mm -hmm. um, literally like, that's why everything's connected to everything. So you can say something to a woman and she can think about something. Then all of a sudden, like eight steps later, it's now tied to why the the kitchen towels aren't matching when it had nothing to do with the kitchen towels at all. Um, but he was just talking about how like, it's literally like balls of wire and we are created and we are functioned so different. And um, I know sometimes it's like, it's exhausting, exhausting, but I also think it's, it's exhausting because I'm not trusting. Or somebody could just come in here and <laughs> redo sweep like a, but I also, like for duster. I also think God made us so different. So we have to learn to sacrifice ourselves to try to understand somebody else and to refine ourselves and to not look at everything through how I view the situation or they should communicate with me this way, or they should do this this way. But in the side of like, okay, God, like you, you call me to be selfless. So how can I put myself aside to understand another person? I think that's part of the beauty of, of marriage and relationship. Yourself. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> And to me and to all of us as I just melt in go. my chair in the middle of, in the middle of learning trust. So, um, yeah, other, um, other Susan who like, shout out to you for also reminding me of how much I need, I need trust in my life. And so I'm just very thankful for, I'm very thankful for God to, I've, and I think if we notice too, as we go through life and we hit moments, like God brings people to speak directly into the things that we need. Yeah. Um, and I can say that even in the midst of like learning these things and being at a spot of like coming face to face with 
some of those things. Like he has put people in my life who have, um, yeah, point blank called me out and helped open my eyes to see like, oh, wow, I really am. I am not. And like, um, yeah, so I am, I'm so thankful because at this point now I can, I can allow God in to let him do a work in me. And hopefully in a year or so, when we're come back for season catch up 2024, it will not be it. Well, oh, it'll be a year. another one. Well, why don't we just catch them up the next one? I'm just saying like that I could, I'm just saying from a spot of where I can be like, look what God has done. Um, in this he can aspect. do a lot. He I can bet do a you lot. he's going to do a lot. Mark my words. He's going to do a lot here in the next couple of months for the two of us to tell you that right now. Mark everyone our listening, words. Everyone listening. You heard it here first. Prophetess Wilson. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. JK. Um, never call me that. Never say never. Okay. And never say never. Oh, yeah. She's a believer, by the way. Guys, Did you guys know that? I love Justin Bieber. Okay. Can we get on to the cool part of this episode? Yeah, go ahead. Right. Share my true crime stories. Yes, this is Meryl's favorite part. Favorite true part. crime with Meryl. Okay. Where is it from? First one is from the Indian Express. What's it say? The headline? Yeah. How a man conspired with five-star hotel staff to get away without paying Um. For a two-year stay at a... For a two-year stay? Yeah. <gasps> this happened in Delhi. So, May 2019, a man from... Oh, man. Gawati? Juwati? Guwahati? Guwahati? Checked into a five-star hotel in Delhi's Aero City, situated near the IGI airport, with the ostensible plan to stay only overnight. Over the next two years, the guests stayed on the premises for more than 600 days before checking out in January Stop. 2021. The amount he paid the hotel, zero. The anomaly came to light during the checking of records at the Rosiate Hotel following which its board filed a complaint against the guest as well as a front desk manager, along with a few other staff members for allegedly helping the accused pull off the con job. <laughs> what? I don't, Okay, I don't. we'll keep reading. As per the complainant, the guest identified as Ankush Dutta, Okay. Stayed at the hotel for 603 days and owes the hotel a total of, I don't know what their currency is. Um, I'm going to Google this. I think it's a lot. What is 58 lock? lock? Oh, what is it? L-A-K-H? Mm-hmm. It's a lot. I think it was like 70000 no, $70,000 or something like that. Lies. Ooh, it is. Look at me. $70,731.93. Okay, but do you feel like 70 grand to live for a year, two years isn't bad? You break that up. No, that's like 25. It's like 25 grand a year. Yeah, I mean, that's cheaper than cheaper than what a five-star hotel. Okay, anyway. On he left way, without paying the bill. So while no arrests have been made yet, a police investigation is being conducted against Dutta, Prem Prakash, the head of the hotel's front office department, and other staffers. Prakash has been, I'm so sorry if I'm not pronouncing these correctly. This is just, uh, I picked You're them. good. Uh, Prakash has been booked for criminal conspiracy, forgery, and cheating, said the police. The staff of the hotel allegedly forged, deleted, added, and falsified a large number of entries in the account of the said guest in the Opera software system of the hotel. This system is used to maintain and monitor stay visit of guests in their accounts, the accounts were falsified to conceal the actual outstanding dues from the senior management to avoid detection of their willful illegal acts. 
Um, so Dada checked into the hotel on May 30th, 2019. He was supposed to leave the next day, but kept extending his stay. He left on January 22, 2021 without paying the bill. Okay. So here's what I want to know. That, that dude had to be walking around that hotel for two years. Staff had to inform the seniors and push the guests for payment. However, this is not done. What, what is, what is the whole point? They use his credentials to log into the system and change the records. It was found that, that yeah, he was charged nothing for 52 nights. The motive. Okay. Oh yeah. What was the motive? Was to siphon off cash payments made by him. Um, um. So he was, what? He stayed at the hotel in the past and also made cash payments, which are also being a scrutiny. So basically they let him stay there and he paid them cash just to stay there. To stay there. Instead so of. Okay. Well. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Scrutiny of the record it? of the alleged officials of the hotel revealed that they created several fake and false pending bills to benefit Dota by adopting various ways like removing room nights from his bills, transferring his debits into the bills of other guests' <gasps> Get bills. Out. Stop. Using settled bills of other guests by incorporating his name in the bill, etc. Oh my gosh. I was wondering where this was gonna That's go. That's crazy. <sighs> his what was the name of this hotel? I kinda wanna I'm curious the about The Roseate like- Hotel R O S E A T E. All right. Wow, my goodness. They gave forged checks and documents to the hotel misusing its electronic system. Mike, what on earth? They okay, these are beautiful. Okay, so the hotel didn't respond to the queries. Um, they said that Prakash will be Prakash. Prakash. Mm. He'll be questioned. <laughs> I can. And book notices a, have been sent to hotel staffers. If it's anything, I can book a stay online. Let me see a picture. This is just this front one, but look at that entry. Oh, right. Well, it's a five star. Should be. All right. Well, that's um, interesting. So that's crazy, though. (laughs) How do you even stay for two years in a five star hotel? Uh, You think nobody's going to look at this front desk? Okay, that is fancy. That is nice. That's nice. I would go there. I mean, you bet I would. Anyways, how does nobody in upper management be like? This man's been here for two years. We literally see him all the time for, for two years straight. That's what blows my mind. <laughs> well, and I'm thinking of, I have friends who work in like who have worked in the hotel industry and she knows every, I mean, like my friend joy, shout out to joy. If you're listening, Yay, joy. Um, but like when she worked in the hotel industry, she knew, I mean, every guest, yeah. she could tell you how long they were there. She could, I mean, she, and she was in management too, but, um, yeah, I got friends in hotel biz too. And it's like, like they know, God, like sh- they are so aware of their guests. So that's what I guess kind of blows my mind too, is like how, how they didn't, but yeah. All right. Are you ready for this next one? Ready. <laughs> okay. Here's the headline man wounded in shooting after fight over hot pocket. <laughs> <laughs> this comes Stop from, it. this comes from Louisville. Oh, did I say it right? You did Louisville, 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 Louisville. 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 My brother-in-law and my dear friend, Chelsea, shout out to you, Chelsea. Let's go, Chelsea. They're both from Kentucky and they just say it. My brother-in-law was like, one time I said Louisville and he was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) You got very upset with me. Sorry, sorry. Travis. Hopefully this will do it justice. If you're listening to my podcast, Louisville. It sounds like you're saying Louisville. I I think that's how you're supposed to say it though. 
There's an S in there and I S. I know, I know. But I guess we can't say Des Moines. There's D E S M O I N E S. But that's French. That's true. Louisville is that French? I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, all right. A man is facing charges for shooting his roommate, Clifton E. Williams, sixty-four, of Louisville. Louisville was. I can't get over that. You're doing so great. He was arrested on one count of assault on the night of May 20th. Louisville Metro Police. Williams got mad because his roommate had eaten the last Hot Pocket and started throwing tiles at him. The roommate told police he tried to fight back, but he was starting to leave when Williams went back into their residence, got a gun, and shot him in the backside. Oh, my god! The victim said he went several blocks away to get help. Williams was arraigned this morning at uh, the LMDC courtroom. A not guilty plea was entered and bond was set at 7,500 cash. He was ordered to have no contact with his roommate and not to possess a firearm or any other weapons. Oh, next court date was set for May 30th. Well, oh, it's it past that. Day. So they need to update. I haven't found what happened. Update. There's no update. I've looked into this. I think my favorite thing is the picture that's on this. And this is going to sound bad. It looks like he dropped some of the hot pocket on his shirt. The guy's mugshot. Yeah. I don't know. Not a hole. Oh, it probably is a hole. But that's funny. Over a hot pocket. I can oh, go. The last will, hot pocket, mind you. I will run to the store and buy you a box. <laughs> this still, I feel like so far on our true crime updates, the one that still blows my mind the most is the dude that tried to hire a hitman for Bitcoin. Like the Mufasa dollar dollar. Mufasa time, dollar dollar. <laughs> You wanted Bitcoin to take somebody off the face of this planet. Bitcoin. Yeah. It still gets me. Imaginary money. Yeah. Okay, bro. Mufasa. Scar. I don't know. know. That's crazy. You got to be pretty heated to like shoot somebody in the, in the tail. I think he just got his butt over a hot pocket. And how did that guy get out several blocks with a bullet? Probably trotting along. (laughs) What's fun, kind of funny too? The guy's mugshot. He's smiling. Like yeah, he's smiling. At it. He's like, does he even care? He doesn't care. He could care less. And I, that's so amazing to me that he's is one count of assault. That's it. Uh, you yeah. can shoot someone in the in the butt in the rear. And I wonder if the guy got anything for stealing his hot pocket. I wonder if he made bail for seventy five hundred. I don't know. <laughs> you could buy so many hot pockets with that. So many. Oh my gosh. All right, Clifton. Maybe maybe we need some counseling yeah. or some anger management. We could look at how to and learn how to live alone so that you don't have to worry about your roommate stealing your last hot pocket oh and throwing tiles at him. Yo. What is that about? Okay, but what I pictured was like I couldn't tell if like I was thinking about like the linoleum like floor tiles. I was thinking those or I was thinking like <laughs> I was picturing like you know how hot pockets come in that packet with like that little silver microwavable piece that you that stays on the bottom. Well, it's the heat sleeve. Yeah, I pictured him throwing those at him. Those aren't but tiles. Those aren't tiles, but Yeah, Anyways. what kind of tiles are we talking about? I was just thinking of we talking about like mahjong tiles, we're talking about rummy cube, we're talking about Okay, floor can tiles, I tell you what ceramic kind of tiles, tiles I think are so neat right now? And I know it's kind of trendy, but like the handmade emerald green ones, when people put them vertically and they straight stack them and like in a bathroom and they have like a little bit of wave to them. I think they look so pretty. Whatever that's worth. Okay. It's a, it's trendy right now, but I like it. Okay. And speaking of, okay, Meryl posted a reel the other day where we had sound tiles that we were trying to listen to (laughs) update for the studio. For those of you listening, the sound tiles are now on the wall. Byron has them up in little hexagon patterns and they're super cute. And um, 
So yeah, if it sounds different in here, it's because those are on the walls. Yeah. Well, all right. This conversation is delved. Do you have any other true crime? No, no. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. I just, I think two is good. It's a good way to wrap things up, tie things up in a little bow. We were all over the place. We were all over the place, but that's quite a wrap. I mean, but that's, what else is new? That's what's been going on. Nothing. Well, you shot down my dog getting a haircut, but that's new. Well, you said that was like exciting. I was excited for Okay. Because her fur was really long. Okay. Well, but you've done other things that were probably like more exciting than that though. Um, anyway, anyways, let's, let's wrap, let's wrap this up. We love y'all. All All right. (laughs) Be sure to check out our website, www.boldco.studio where you can learn more about us or stream episodes. If you don't have preferred platform that you use already, email us with thoughts, questions, comments, suggestions for topics at info at boldco.studio. Be sure to like subscribe, rate, leave a review where possible on whatever streaming platform you listen to us on. Finally, give us a follow on the socials. Run Twitter at Bold Women Co. Instagram, boldwomen.podcast. YouTube, Bold Women Podcast. And I'm pretty sure TikTok is Bold say, Women Podcast. Don't forget about that TikTok now. Yay. Yay. TikTokers. Yikes. All right, guys. All right. We love you all. See you. Bye.